would, just, I would say you're not going to perform over over your consistency level, right? So whatever you consistently do, when the opportunity comes, it's going to show. Mm -hmm. So if you're not consistently saving money, when you get money, it's going to show. If you're not consistently pouring into your wife and a storm comes, it's going to show. And it's going to be magnified times 10. Oh, I definitely agree with that. You are with it's no surprise you are what you see, you uh, consistently do. Like man, that's it. That's a word right there. The yeah. reverend dropping McNuggets. You can't say I'm I'm such and such, and I'm a saver, and I'm a good husband, and I'm a great father. If you consistently are showing something else. To another episode of Trust the Process podcast. Yours truly, Mr. Roberto, the people's plug, Martin. Joining me always is the Reverend, the Reverend Bishop Magic Hollywood, Pastor Nick Martin. What's up, what's up? He's having technical difficulties. I'm sorry. He's trying to get wired in. And Mr. One in Seven Billion, Mr. Irregular Strength, Julius Maddox. Hey, guys. I think we should change <laughs> One, one in a hundred billion. One in, but there's been more people than that. No, there hasn't. It's been one hundred billion. Yeah, one hundred yeah, billion like people. One hundred and fourteen billion. Fact check. Google check. Fact check. Fact check. Google about it. To. Google about me. To. Hey, you know what I say? All I need is God and Google. That's that's backwards. All I need is God and Google. Yeah, what's Google? Google doesn't always give you. Man, that's facts, all, look, Jude, right, but if you search long enough, you'll find it, right? How do you know what's true? Yeah, how do you know what's true? Who, who's man, counting? The, the discernment. Who's telling you? Who said the, it? The, the oh, discernment. Man, left up to my own <laughs> accorded will, my discernment ain't right. Man, look, the Holy Spirit will guide you. So, again, we're talking about when someone else puts their limitations or tries to put someone else or put you in a box. And uh, sometimes, man, you just got to, you got to see where, where it's coming from. and Sift through you it. Got, yeah, you got to sift through it because uh, not everybody's opinion should, should, you should allow them to, you shouldn't allow just anyone's opinion to hold, that, carry that much weight on, on, on what you're doing in life. Especially if you're doing something to advance your family, advance yourself in your career. Um, and, and, you know, ultimately uh put you in a better place that's it so i i think that it speaks highly to and it, and it's just that's why it's so important who are the voices that you have in your ear is somebody vacuuming no nah. are you walking on the treadmill yeah no nah. <laughs> no nah, I, I walked by the washer the reverend walking on water all right, so fact check. Uh, but no, that's important. To check who you, the voices that you have speaking into your life uh, because they're very important. You know, sift through them. So, uh, but fact check. Oh, uh, yeah, it's, 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 one guy told, it's one guy told me, he said, is it easier to pull someone up the stairs or down the stairs? Wow. And uh, basically what he was saying is long before you ever get them up the stairs, they'll probably pull you down the stairs ten times. Reverend with the McNugget. I like it. Fact check. For the time of spect 
spec, spec, I don't know what word, for the time of humans, of Homo sapiens, some 200,000 years ago, an effective population size of the order of 10,000 to 30,000 individuals have been estimated, with an actual census population of early Homo sapiens of roughly 100 what? to 300 individuals. Man, I don't even know what this is. I do. Man, That's what you was talking man, about. That's what I was trying to tell you, man. man. Look, it says the, the question source. of how many people have ever lived. Okay. <laughs> yeah, man, I don't know what this is. This is Wikipedia, man, too. You, all you, oh, God and Google, Nick. It's 2019. No, nah, look. All right, here it goes. Here it goes. It's it says population, populations estimates cannot be considered accurate to more than two decimal digits. For example, world population for the year 2012 was estimated at 7.2, 7.6, and 7.8 billion Wow! by the United States Census Bureau. So I guess... They they base it as far as like the 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 years go along. So in year fourteen hundred, there was X amount of people on the earth. But that didn't answer my question. So Google is tripping right now. How many people have ever lived on Earth? One hundred eight billion I members. Told- members wow, of species. Told- it says members of species. <laughs> <laughs> hey, that's a million told- people. So Jews wanted one hundred billion. Man, that's it, that's- man. Jew, have you did any research on the lizard people? No, man, I ain't with that stuff. <laughs> that said my boy Bieber's a lizard person. Man, I ain't with that, man. <laughs> Call the men in black, huh? Man, I ain't with that, bro. Hey, why do you know it, that uh, why do people we, want why why do people want those like lizards and iguanas and stuff in their house? Man, I ain't I with that to, either. I no reptile. They're supposed to be outside, to, ain't they? That used to freak me out <laughs> when uh Chop had two snakes, and it was uh, scary. He'd be like, yeah, they weren't like normal snakes. I think they, they weren't like average pet snakes. Nah, man, it was like, and that speaks to the person. I think so. People who went snakes in their house, they ain't they ain't normal people, man. I'm telling you, it's you, crazy. It's like uh, you might be a reptile because <laughs> reptiles, just like you said, Jews, they're supposed to be outside in the zoo somewhere. Yeah, that's crazy, man. I ain't with that. So, uh, go or no, I guess it'd be a, a definite no that uh, reptiles do not belong in a house. He would no. feed them, he would feed them uh, mice and stuff and just sit there and watch it like it was, like he was <laughs> infatuated by it, man. I'd be like, man, there ain't something ain't right with you. <laughs> Who was that guy y'all was talking about that lived in uh, Alabama? That's what it just reminded me of. Uh, uh, I like the flesh. What was you saying? Wild Bill or something? Yeah, Wild Bill. I think that's what his name is. <laughs> Who? What he do? People. I forgot what you said. Uh, like this. Uh, uh, wild uh, Bill. Now you're talking about Wild Bill. Yeah, yeah. it puts yeah. the lotion on the skin. Oh uh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> hey, somebody sent you a message that looked like Wild Bill. And I don't be with that man. <laughs> Dave, Nick, he asked Jew uh, where you live at. And Drew wow. responded to him. I was like, man, he's gonna come looking for you. Drew gave him a he gave him a, like a geographical, like Yeah, uh, Nikki. If you seen the picture, you wouldn't give him this guy no geographical location. Western Crazy. Kentucky. <laughs> yeah. That's all he, I put in Western Kentucky. Yeah, it <laughs> might have been <laughs> Man, I don't I don't think I like so sometimes. I need to do a better job of reading my actually, Oh yeah, like, you didn't think it through. Message. Yeah. No, you should have no, seen the picture. I didn't see it. It came as a uh, like a notification, and I barely ah. I barely see it. So whenever I respond, 
I just I just read the last thing they say and and um, <laughs> shouldn't I shouldn't do that. Yeah, you definitely should, especially on that one. That one hey, was so, like a... so. So Rob, let's let's jump back on conversation. All right. So who's the owner of Starbucks? Uh, who started it? Who remembers? I, I, Nick. I, I know Howard Schultz. The Reverend how knows. Banks, how many banks did he go to? Two thirty-two. Two thirty-two. Yeah. How many people you think told him like, man, look. Coffee ain't you, bro. You I mean, I'm sure. I'm be, sure. Quite I mean, a bit. I'm, what I was asking you was the 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 five voices that he has speaking into his life on a consistent basis. You have to value those voices. You have to value. No, those I, I get that, Rob. But when I first when, when when I first mentioned that we talked about that phase, you was like, it wasn't a good look, and I'm like, how? Says who? What I'm saying is, and that's what I'm saying. So if you just no, you take change that, it over time, though. No, listen, if you because if you just take that and you don't break it apart and you don't dissect it, it may not be a good look. But hey, why don't we try this way? And this is why I feel like it isn't a good look. Because if yeah. I care about if I care about you, we good. <laughs> it we wasn't good? so so. Maybe hey, he just be living life. But okay, so since you're talking about dissecting. Why wasn't it a good look for me selling cell phones? What I'm okay. So my thing is this. So if you Drew, are, I know why. No, answer answer my question, ahead. Rob. Go ahead, Reverend. I'm well, let, why was it to the Reverend? Tag him in, man. Because that's what the world wanted. They the world didn't want you to sell cell phone. But the world would be the first people to put a package in my hand and tell me to go sell it, and make some money. That's it, man. That's I, right. I so I Rob, you explain to me only, why. So what I said. So what I said. The only thing I got against it, Jill, is if it's taking away time from your family, taking away from your mango. Because like what Rob did say is true. Everything you say yes to, you say no to something else. So No, no I, I get that. And whenever, Nick, you was there in that yeah. season. What happened whenever that happened? Uh, I mean, you were still going to things. You still, I mean, during that season, you had like three jobs. I know, but I'm saying like, but what happened whenever I see, I found I seen it as a distraction? What I do? Ah, uh, you cut it out. I mean, exactly. So at that point and in it, time, so that's what I explained to somebody about a week ago about a similar situation. About a I week said, ago, man, I said, "Man, you got to check the integrity behind it. Like, you can't put everybody in this box. Like, this is what you should do and what you can't do. Because just because someone else didn't do a good job doing that, you can't put me in that box. Like." I got integrity, and just because someone else would rip somebody off don't mean I would rip somebody off. I agree. That's I it. Agree. That's it. That's what I'm saying. So the answer to the question would be, you know, even though I may say that, I have to explain to you why I feel that way. And even though – because you may come back and say, well, this is what I'm doing for right now to be able to do something for my family. But that conversation is a good conversation because it's going to produce uh, – you're going to grow from it. Like we're, we're going to grow together. So there is a such thing as good conversation, even if we don't agree with each other. I value your opinion, Jew. So if you come to me and tell me, Hey Rob, I don't think that this is a good look. I would tell you, well, why don't you think that it's a good look? You're going to give me your answer. So then we're going to have open dialogue about this and it's going to produce something. And we're both going to grow from that. So from the no. outside looking in, like, I value your voice, right? I value Nick's voice in my life. So if Nick comes to me, I have to take a look at that. 
I agree. But the question was, is why? You in the beginning you said it was a bad look for me, and I and that's what and, I'm saying. And, so and that's, when somebody so, comes and says that, they should have a reason to support why they feel that way. Because because I in that season that you were in. So is it if you were doing it now? Say, look, I don't think that's a good look because of what you have going on. In that season that you were in and you needed to make extra money for whatever reason, I'm not saying that it's a bad thing. But if it if it looks a certain way and the perception that it gives off, a lot of people can say, man, like, Jew is just out here doing this. Or do you see what I'm saying? Like, uh, but that's not, but, but I, one, I get what you're saying. But, again, but Rob, one thing, one thing I learned is people will always try to put their perceptions on you of, Oh yeah, you know. So like with Lecrae, one thing I seen like people dogged him when he started talking about race. They was like, "Just talk about the Christian thing." Like, why are you keep talking about this race issue? And why do you keep like? They wanted to keep him in this box of like just make songs that like we like and the church likes. And he's like, "Man, you you can't put me in your box, you know? Like, I have more, you know? Like these are issues that are near and dear to my heart, and I'm going to share them." And I know that wasn't really like equivalent to selling cell phones, but people will always put their uh, limitations on you and the perceptions on you of what you should or shouldn't be. That's it. No, no, I believe that. That's what I'm saying. So I think that it needs to be talked about. I think that if somebody does, and and that's another thing, it's it's who is saying it, and then are you are you but, mature enough to sit down and have conversation about it? But, but I do agree. It. I do agree with you, Rob, in the sense of I have people in my life that before I ever make a decision, I go to them and ask them advice because I don't trust myself sometimes because I can convince myself of anything. Man, that's that's exactly what I'm saying. So who are the older people that more importantly, who are the people that you have that are holding you to a standard and you're telling your plans to because I'm. You know, I was watching this other video. It said a chess master is 15 steps ahead of the chessboard. They said an average player is only one step ahead. So long down the road, you know, my plans for next year, I'm already sharing with a guy that pours into me some goals and plans I have. And he's helping me navigate through that. So if you're just winging everything and going on your own plans, I think you will stumble. Because and you that's what I'm saying, a- because you value his opinion. Even if he comes to you and says, hey, because of what you have going on, this may yeah. not be a good look for you or whatever, of course it's not going to feel good in the beginning. Nothing feels good when mm-hmm. people don't agree with you 100%. Like, it, does, it just doesn't. We're humans. Yeah. But for you to, but for you to be like, look, man, you're, you're talking crazy. Like, you ain't agreeing with me. So I'm just going to be like, look, man, you ain't nobody to tell me what I can and can't do because you don't know what I'm doing for my family. That would be immature of you to do. Yeah, I, I think didn't, you. I didn't say. Yeah, but I don't. I don't think. <laughs> well, I do think like it has to be a voice in your life. That one thing I don't like is when people don't have a voice in your life and then out of the and then they, they have try, it. Yeah, they try to tell you something. Well, hold it. Like what? What's the reason why you feel like you can tell me something or you can be a voice? That's right. Now? You ain't been. That's what I'm saying. So you ain't been in the trenches with me. You ain't been. You you ain't. What I say, you wasn't in the gym with me when I was when I was shooting a thousand shots. You wasn't with me to rebound the ball and help me out and to mold me and to pour into me and invest time with me. You wasn't with me when 
my marriage was breaking up and you came over and you told me that I believe in your marriage. I believe in you as a man and as a husband. Uh, so like if somebody has not invested that time, I don't think that they should ever be able to come into your life and, and, and their voice hold weight. So I'm going yeah, to go, I'm not, I'm going to know going into it. Hey, this is a voice I need to, to hold, hold dear and hold, and I need to value it. Or this is a voice I kind of just need to let in one ear, not the other. Oh because yeah. Who's that? But I mean, one, I would say, like one, I would, I would say like, are you praying for me? Can y'all hear me? You know, yeah. yeah. Oh, okay. So like, All right. Just wanted to make sure. The first the question just over talked to you. The first question oh, I would ask, I would ask with a voice in my life is one: Is this someone who prays for me and my family? And two: Is this someone who has my my best interests at heart? So a lot of people will give you a voice because again they put their limitations on you because of something that they can't do or something that they think they you can't do. But um, one, the main important thing is I want to know, like, are you for me and are you praying for me? And if so, you love me enough to give me uh, a valid answer and I may not like it, but then we can agree to disagree and I'll either learn from it or I'll say you was right. That's it. That's exactly what it is because we're both going to grow from it. And that's exactly what I, that was my whole point behind it. Drew, what you got? Um, I mean, the same thing, like what, what Nick was saying, like. But at the end of the day, I think the only person that should really have any say-so in your life over, over everything that you should value more than anything is your wife, ultimately. But, I mean, it makes me think, though, because even those people can be wrong, too. So your I wife? But what about, what about a business? What if you're going into a business deal? And, you know, you're seeking or somebody comes in, you know, that you have in your life that's been down that road. Like my wife hasn't been in business. Not that I don't value my wife's opinion and her discernment because that's what God's put her in my life for. But my wife hasn't hasn't done business. So for her to she is going to give me good, honest opinion. Right. She's going to give me good advice and tell me how she feels about it. We're going to pray about it. But as far as her telling me, hey, this isn't a good business deal or this isn't a good business idea or model, it's almost well, like. I, no, you got to wait it out because what if you've done that before in a, in a different situation and it put y'all, it, it put your marriage. Um, oh, yeah. Yeah, I've learned the hard way. Bondage or however you want to put it. I've learned well, the hard way with listening to my wife. I, it's a must. I, I must listen to my wife every, well, on one, every decision. But one thing I would say, I think why you need someone outside the box is because your wife has a biased opinion. Yeah. So she ultimately knows that if Jew sells cell phones or whatever he does, I'm going to get the benefits from that. Yeah. I think you need to have someone with an unbiased judgment and opinion that just loves you. And what's the best for you? So, but if you're married, Nick, you always got to sit that through your wife, regardless. No, I know you got to sit like, that through so, your wife, but like, no, Nick made a heck of a point. Like my wife's always gonna have a biased opinion towards me just because she wants to make me happy, but she might not always give me the best answer for me because she she doesn't want to you know say no to me sometimes. But this unbiased, you know, the guy that I have poured into my life, he's unbiased. He. You know, he tells me stuff I don't want to hear. He he challenges me. He sharpens me. So, like, and I know I, I listen to him because I understand that, man, he just loves me and wants the best for me. Yeah, and so I, I think my wife, Nick is saying that his wife is sometimes will co-sign him 
even though it may not be the best decision for him because she loves him and wants to see him happy. That's it. So some people's wives will just say, like, you know, you'll, you'll bring your wife an idea and she'll say, oh, yeah, try it. Even though it might be the dumbest idea, it's just because some people's wives just don't want to go against them. Yeah, but I think that ultimately, yeah, I think ultimately though we learn through failure, man. Yeah, Lift. but but sometimes so failure I mean, can be so failure can be avoided by having that voice in your life that has wisdom that's been down that road. Um, well, I forgot what not, president said. It, most people don't have. Yeah, go ahead. But the, uh, there was this president that said this quote, and it's a famous quote: "The best example." Is someone else's. Well, it's just like I'm preaching Sunday on discipleship. And what discipleship is intended to do is someone who has walked that path is supposed to teach the new person to, you know, follow in their footsteps. So when you go to a job, they usually, the person they get to train you is someone that has done that job time and time again and can show you the ropes. Reverend with the McNugget. That's good. Yeah. Yeah, so... If, uh, you know, like, I think you just want to have someone in your life that's been there and done that and uh, can tell you advice from, you know, from life lessons, and they can save you from a lot of life lessons. Do I think you're the one that said it, that if you always have somebody in your life uh, there to co-sign whatever you want to do, like, that ain't a good voice. I think you said no, that in not. the previous podcast. No, I get that. But what I'm saying is, is there's some, like, every, not every... Um, piece of advice can be bad for, or, or well, I may be saying it wrong, but at the end of the day, some people can be continue to p- push their agenda on you. I'm, I'm saying uh, even, look, I've even I had people that. with right intentions that are good people push their push their um, intentions on me, and at the end of the day, it wasn't what it, you know, it wasn't, yeah, it wasn't the best thing so for, for you, for, yeah. Yeah, for example, I had a doctor, right? And, like, I, I've had a relationship with this doctor. I mean, he, I've seen him for over and over and over and over again, right? Yeah. And he told me at one point, like, you should just stop lifting weights because it's going to be bad for your uh, – because I, I had this injury in my pack. And if I would have listened to him, what would happen, Rob? You wouldn't have achieved what you have, but, but you also have to say, well, no, doctor, there's no what buts. does this look like? Why isn't it? Well, you, you, there, think he, you think he was just telling you this because he didn't want you to win the – and I don't even know the situation. I'm just asking you a question based on what you just told me. It was – it was a, I'm going to tell you what it was. It was a peck strain. Right. So what I'm saying is I'm sure he didn't tell you that just because he was hating. But I think, too, that's why second opinions are I'm valuable. Saying, so we can look at – I don't, I don't want to sound negative. I'm just saying why, we – you know, we have, to, we have to really think about it. This is good communication. Say, it's got to go by failure. I mean, like, a, so, sometimes you're going to fail. But sometimes, sometimes you don't have succeed. to fail. But sometimes well, you I, don't have to fail. But in failure is where we learn the most. I think it's having that round table effect of, you know, you get a second opinion and a third opinion, and at the end of the day, you make... What's opinion? Opinion. <laughs> yeah, some people say don't, <laughs> make, don't, don't make a life-altering decision. Without without getting like three of your closest voices that you have in your life without discussing it with them first, man. And I truly believe that because just like what we're talking about, man, I'm my biggest supporter. I'm my biggest justifier. I'm my biggest excuse maker. And I can I can basically I'm my biggest hype man, too. So I can tell myself, hey, this is what you need to do because of this. 
uh, with this, and this is why, and make myself believe it. So I realize that. that. We're talking cell phones here. Y'all seen phone. the three? Yeah, but it's bigger. It's bigger than just cell phones. Y'all Hell. seen the three? Y'all seen the three ninjas? They had an old wise man that man, pulled it right. Mister Beyond wax on, wax off. I mean, and I would. Our listeners, man, my main thing is just because we work at FOS. If you're not being discipled, man, you have to get someone that can pour into you. If you're a new believer, like you have to have that older, wise person who's been. You know, like. When I take marriage advice, I want to take marriage advice from somebody who's been, married, who's been married for 40 years, who's been, you know, who's been through some things with their wife. So I can go to them and say, man, when you and your wife face this challenge, how did you get through this? And just like with me going into real estate, I'm not going to go into real estate. I'm not going to go ask questions to somebody about real estate that's never sold houses. I'm looking for that person that sold 30, 40, 50, 60, 70 houses. And then I can go to them with my questions. I can't go to that guy who's, you know, just a uh, man that's working at Burger King and saying, hey, man, what do you think about that house? You think I should buy that? That's it. No, that's 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 great because and the reason why you're doing that is because you're trying to and you're going to experience failure somewhere along the lines. You, It's a must because that is what produces uh, the strength and the perseverance to keep going. And, and it gives you wisdom in failure. But speaking to a married couple that's been married 50 years and the wisdom that they're going to be able to give you is so great that they're going to save you from going down the roads that they took. So they're saving you from a level of failure that you're not going to have to experience. And that's why that's why I think it's so valuable to be to seek those people out. Oh, yeah. I mean, that's biblical, man. It says uh, there's. Wisdom in a multitude of counselors, man. I mean, that's just—I mean, that's in the Bible that Nick's on fire that, tonight, man. Man, he's well, the reverend. They, man, well, the reverend's they, on fire. Man, man, what they say? This is even business-wise. Uh, this guy—he's a millionaire. He says, "When I walk in the room, I want to be the dumbest one in the room." That's it. Because he said, "Because I want to learn from everybody that's sitting across from me." He said, if I'm in the smart, he said, if I'm always the smartest person in the room, then I'm in trouble. And I believe that. Like, man, if I'm if I'm the smartest person in the room, then who's leading me? Man, <laughs> and that's I need right. To, and, and I and I need my own wisdom. That's it. Because if not, stuck in your own head, you're gonna you're gonna you're gonna figure out, you're gonna tell yourself that you're right with anything that you want to agree with. So, man, that's a great conversation. Um just want to kind of just turn it uh, into. Just Hold on, let up. me end with this one. Go ahead. It said that a wise person learns from his mistakes. A wiser, a wiser one learns from uh, mistakes of others. Man, so, man, where's that at? Is that a Chinese proverb or is that in the man, book of proverbs? One of them, that's one. That's one of them <laughs> old. Old Chinese proverbs where <laughs> that's that's the old the, under the tree proverb, huh? Where, no, what are man? Sitting, that's good though. What are sitting? Um, where they're sitting on the mountain with one of them little, uh, what are them trees called? Oh, uh, I know them what you're Yaki talking trees. about. <laughs> and they're sitting up there with their with their uh, legs crossed on the top of a mountain with the smoke in the background. And they oh. hit you with that McNugget. <laughs> yeah, because, man, hit you with that. Because, Joe, imagine if you're walking through this path and they tell you, oh, man, watch your step right there. That's where everybody always trips over. They could save you a lot of pain and a lot of time. Yeah, no, you're right. Let me say it one more time. 
It is said that a wise person learns from his mistakes. A wiser one learns from others' mistakes. But the wisest person learns from all others' mistakes. That's it, I mean, man. I'm sorry. No, all others' successes. Think about that. The wisest learns from all others' successes. Not just their mistakes, but their mistakes and successes. Yeah, that's it, man. Does uh, that make sense? Yeah, oh, yeah. No, uh, yeah, you just threw me off when you mess up there at the end because I was like, yeah, hey, I know, right? finishing strong. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> no, great conversation. That is a great conversation, man. So, uh, man, you know, make sure you got those voices in your life. Uh, and, um, man, keep them close to you and listen to them. Um, just want to talk about last weekend. We had the opportunity, man, to go to um, Clay County, Alabama, Talladega, Alabama, and we did not see the Speedway. Well, we didn't. We didn't see Ricky Bobby. Man, I was looking for him. We seen, we, we seen some Ricky Bobby lookalikes, though. We did see some Ricky Ricky Bobby lookalikes. Hey, Nick, why did you tell me? Why did you tell me? He said, man, I've had I've had the most two weirdest people look at me in my life happen in this look, town. Look, one, <laughs> at Walmart. Look, I was, John, How was they looking forgive, at John you? John Brennan, please forgive me. So I, <laughs> at the end of Friday night, was it Friday night? Yeah, Friday night. Um, you know, after we did uh, worship and, and um, the guy got up there and, and gave his uh, Saturday talk. night. Saturday night. No, Friday night, Rob. Jew, he wasn't there Friday night. Friday, bro. Oh, yeah, Saturday night, Jew. <laughs> oh, yeah, you're right. You're right. You got me. I'm, man, I'm, I'm totally distracted tonight. But anyway, so the kid, one of the kids, uh, he came up and, and shook his hand and said, you're strong and I'm not strong. I'm like, man, you can get there. Just just like anything else, just like uh, learning, you know. Uh, your brain is a muscle. You got to exercise that too, you know, and just trying to give him some encouragement. And he put his hood hoodie on, like the hood of his his, his, his uh, sweater, and just looked at me and just started walking backwards and faded into the crowd. <laughs> like he was, <laughs> look, he was staring in my soul, and I was confused. I was like Rob, I was like Rob, I was like, man, I'm confused. What's going on? What's happening here? And he just he just faded off in the crowd, and then there was another dude. Look, I'm serious. We were, me and Rob was walking into Walmart, and this dude was walking in front of me, and I'm like, what's up? And he just looked at me, and he kept looking at me. Even whenever he passed me, he turned his head like looking at me. And like I'm his head like, stayed in the same position, but his body kept moving? Yeah, man, like his head turned with his body. Like he was just kept – like his eyes just zoomed in, zoomed in on me and just kept looking at me. So his neck was turning as he kept walking. Like almost like his neck turned all the way around. Oh, it was weird. It was weird. So I don't. I don't know. I'm. I'm not knocking anybody from Talladega, Alabama, but I'm telling you, I had two of the most weirdest encounters I've ever had when it comes to um, uh, gestures. I mean, it was just weird. Yeah, man. We had church though, man. It was a great. It was a phenomenal weekend, man. Just to be able to pour into into the next generation. Uh, we got to hang out with our good friend, um, Mr. Uh, MTV Real World himself, the real John Brennan. Um, and it kind of leads me to, uh, which it was an honor, man, to go and be able to pour into those kids. Uh, praise God, he sent a text message out, said that there was 19 salvations. 
um, man, I mean that 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 is what it's all about, right? Uh, yeah, man. Coming in from from literally um, going from death to life, and uh, man, I'm excited to see what God does in those uh, young people's lives. Uh, we got to play a game of basketball, and it really just showed me, you know, how how uh, how many years I've lived on this earth. Like my body felt it the next day. Uh, but I had to handle them little kids, man. I just can't let them just ball on me like that. Like, you're going to feel me. I fouled one of them one time on purpose. Wow. Yeah, Rob, Rob was aggressive, man. I had to. Like, <laughs> yeah. I just can't get. I can't give it to you. I promise you this, after playing the game with us, you're going to go back to wherever you're, we're from and go be good. You're going to be really good, actually. Wow. Hey, they thought they was going to handle us. They did. They did. They, they did handle you. you. They did. <laughs> Listen, hey, y'all had the most bricks ever. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you, Nick. Thank you. I, every, every, time Joe. I see, every time I seen Rob fire up a Steph Curry three, Jew would just roll his eyes. <laughs> look, Jew, look, Nick, Jew, would just, Jew would just be looking like, why did he think it was a good idea? <laughs> look, I'm telling you, I brought us back, right? The same game. I'm, 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 I'm going to take both sides. The same game. Dude hit five threes in my face, right? But let me tell you what, I brought us back. We was up 21 to 20. Rob, check the ball don't here. Pass up, the- don't, don't, don't bring up mine, Jew. No, don't. listen. Rob, 20, all 20, you had to do. 21 to 20 going 21 to 21 to 20 going to 24. And Rob hit nothing but air. Why did Rob say I seen it go in before no, I shot I, it? Yeah. I felt it. You know how he you said I felt it? it with all my bones. I did. I, I I'm felt like, it. Rob, I you airballed the game winner. It was about three feet short, too. It wasn't. <laughs> I mean, and it was like, it was almost like he tried to do like a floater from the three pointer. Like a, like I a, seen it. he did like a zero step floater from the three pointer. It didn't play out like I seen it. That was one of them uh, where the coach is like, no. <laughs> Man, if, if we had subs, the coach would have took me out right there. Uh, yeah, you, you would have got kicked off the team. Man, the Reverend only hung for one game, though. Nick said his yeah. legs started cramping. The Reverend hey, so ain't got it. Tell me why. Tell nah, me. I don't, I don't. Here's the crazy thing, though. So, my opponent, I think he scored one time the first game. Wow. Here's what he told me. He said, uh. I was like, you ready for this game? He was like, yeah. He was like, man, they ball hogging. They ain't trying to give me the ball, man. And, I mean, I'm thinking in my head, I mean, low-key, you know how I am. I'm like, man, what are you going to do? Who are like, you? I, Who are I shut, you? I shut you down last game. Like, you Who scored two you? points. Man, I ain't going to lie. He let me on. Look, you know how on NBA Jam, we'd be like, yeah. he's on fire. He's on all the way fire. I mean, he man, was in look, everything. I mean, even look, even there was one that was called. He even hit one in Rob's face because I wasn't even gardening. Remember, Rob? Uh, hey, tell me that wasn't lucky. Tell me that wasn't lucky. Oh, that one was lucky on me. Oh, oh obviously that one was. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I bet. Man, but it, nah, it did. I woke up the next morning, man, feeling it. Like, my knees was hurt, man. It just showed me, like, <laughs> you know, like, we ain't got – but, Nick, tell me this. Tell me why Jew's the strongest man in the in the whole world and cannot post up a 14-year-old boy <laughs> and make a layup. Hey, Nick, Nick. Rob how, was many, like, how, many, how many buckets was I getting down there? You got about eight hey, points. Hey, I brought us back. I ran the triangle well. What are you talking well. about? I ran the triangle well. Rob, Rob, kept, tell- well, go ahead. Rob, kept, Rob kept telling the dude, he said, uh, 
Man, you keep just getting great positioning on him. <laughs> <laughs> he was getting so many rebounds, dude. Who was? Your man. Oh, my gosh. Nick, he had a triple-double. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> Listen, I'm okay with I'm okay with surrendering and saying, look, all right, he got me from the three-point line. But when it come when it came to me scoring buckets and getting rebounds, you, 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 was you and Lucas wasn't getting rebounds. You nah, had you a was, hot eight. So you probably had about 16 that game. Oh, my look, goodness. Rob, Nick, Rob, come on, Rob, you was, Rob, you only scored like five points, and Lucas didn't even score. Him and Lucas bricked about. We went to, that, that game went to like 27. I'm sitting there like, adding, I'm adding it up in my head. I said, man, at least I got to make myself look good if he's hitting this many shots in my face. Man. Joe, it wasn't like regular brick. It was like, it wasn't like a good looking shot. It was like brick, bricks, bricks. Man, look, Nick, they was I hitting thought the that, I thought that a regular shrink was going to get a regular <laughs> rebounds. Rob, how can I get a regular rebounds? How, where's your, your man was jumping all over the court. Oh, man, he was that. he was he was jumping out the court. I Let's promise talk about you. that. Man, he was jumping out the court. Hey, he, I I mean, how many points my man had? About six. No, it had to be more than that. Nah, I handled him. I promise you. Okay, right. Hey, but what? Right. He's so gonna remember that, that game. But the coolest thing, like with that youth camp, is you've seen how the youth reacted towards us, man. and how much of an impact just us three guys from Kentucky had on that youth camp. I had adults coming up to me and saying like. Man, y'all reach these kids in a way that we can't. Thank y'all so much for coming. Man, the kids were sending us uh, stuff on Instagram, man. And uh, they they wanted our numbers and stuff, like, man. And it, it was just neat to be able to see that uh, that what we're doing, man, is working. Like, these kids want this. And I think that what, what me and Jew and even you, Nick, talked about was, well, what Jew told you actually was, man, we're going to make Christianity. We're going to show these people that being a Christian can be a, a great thing, that it is a great thing, right? We're going to change people's perspective of being a Christian. Yeah, I agree. And that's exactly oh, what we're doing. And pl- what you're doing is giving them a different option, man, in the world. And, that's it. You know, that's it's it. like, wow, this is the world's strongest man, and he's a guy of integrity, and these guys came up here and genuinely cared about us. And Then you got the reverend who won a pint contest in 02. Man, sure what about this? What about that one move I, I did between my legs, spin move? Thank I don't Joe, remember that. Joe, do you remember that? Because I don't remember that either, man. I don't yeah, remember that. You don't, oh, man. Nick, you might have did what I did. You might have been feeling that, or you might have felt that before uh, it happened. And that's why I, I remember the spin. I do remember the spin, but I don't remember the through the legs. <laughs> Nick, had, Nick, Nick had them all-purpose uh, skinny jeans on, too, Joe. And, I, so he, he Joe, and yeah. that's, when I, that's when I felt my leg. I was like, yeah. <laughs> Playing with these fourteen-year-olds ain't worth the leg injury. Yeah, it was over for you yeah. and Rob. It was y'all was like, this is all that war. Y'all, <laughs> y'all was like, our manhood's at stake. <laughs> hey, we gotta give it to him next year. We gotta go redeem ourselves, man. All right, but just talk about what I want y'all to kind of talk about and hit on is like the impact that John Brennan. That's what has- I wanted to. Yeah, I was going to take it into. Um, you know, being able to to hang out with John, I think it was neat, man, because even even in the time that we got to spend with him, I seen him personally get some closure out of a lifelong of pouring into not just us, but teenagers all over the world. Because so many times when you don't see the end result, you can get frustrated in what you're doing because he's the type of person to go from place to place to place 
and all he does is just pours. He plants seeds, and he pours into young people. And he's done that for the last, how many years has it been, Drew? Uh, 20, 20 years? 20, maybe like, yeah, I mean, close about 15 You know years. what I'm saying? So, And that's what he's done his whole life, actually. So uh, the one thing I wanted to talk about, man, and I, we got a chance to tell him this, man, and it was neat to see it play out. The word consistent, consistency, when I think of that, I think of John Brennan. And we got actually a chance to tell him that. Uh, and then I messaged you guys earlier, and I said, what do you think will take you further, consistency or talent? And I think well, you, we all agree that it's consistency. What do you think, Drew? Uh, consi- I mean, oh, I think a little bit of both. No, if you had to pick one, which one would you pick? Man, that's a tough one, bro. Man, I'm going with consistency uh, all day. I'm going to pick consistency. But what if they're consistent? Well, listen, what if they're consistent, but they're weak? I believe that if even if you are consistently bad, me and Nick was talking about this earlier. If you are consistently bad, something eventually is going to happen for you. Oh, the thing so about awesome. Joe, the thing about talent though, like we seen at OHS, man, there was probably people that played football that could have went D one. They just had naturally God given talent. Yeah, but they wasn't consistent. So by tenth grade, they weren't even on the team, and everybody would just talk about man, like man, he was such and such was a beast at football. He Man, they live in the glory days. That's right. Yeah, he, oh, he glory get, days. He wasn't, and he was probably better than I got one guy in mind. He was probably better than everybody on the team, talent wise, but he wasn't consistent at what he done, so he never played. Yeah. Do speak so, to I mean, it. I mean, yeah. So I mean, ultimately, um, I do agree with that. I agree that over, over, over time, like that, you'll become good at something, but. Um, that you'll form some kind of, I'm not going to say talent, but you, you may be more, um, you may grow in what you're doing, but anyway, yeah, consistent. Like when you're, when you have somebody who is consistent, we know what to expect. We know that they're going to show up. We know what they're going to produce. So if someone isn't, um, equating or they, they don't equate to the other talents and people that are consistent, um, we know what to expect. So. Therefore, we know that if we need to make up for whatever, we're going to make up for it. But we know that at least we'll have that person. For example, um, I guess in the construction world, right? Whenever you have, um, I was looking for a yes, but um, can y'all hear me? See, yeah. yeah. Okay. All right. That's all I need to know. I thought so, you were going to keep ripping it. My bad. Um, okay. So when we're talking about uh, in the construction world, right? I know right. I've heard many different. Um, um, people who, who are foreseeing the job site tell me that all they need is just people to show up. That's all we need. But most people can't even do that. And some of the t- most talented people in the world that I've seen, uh, they're gifted as far as all kinds of different trades, but they have a problem with being consistent. Just showing up, yeah. That's, showing they, up. Say, they say that's 80% of, the, of success is just showing up. So, I, so I've had those people tell me, I just need a body. I just need somebody who's going to show up here every single day and the rest will play itself out. Yeah, and willing. It's, it's, just be it's willing sad. to work. Oh, that's look, that's, I'm telling you. I don't even think they need to be willing to work. I think that what they say is true. I just need you just to show up. Yeah. And we'll take the, care of the rest. Things. Tom is going to take care of the rest because if you show up, eventually you're going to start working and then you're going to be able to be teachable. Yeah, and that's what that's what I'm saying. Yeah, think ahead, about Nick. think about this in like baseball. 
the guy that always swings for the home run, why a coach would rather have just a guy that gets on base every single time because you might get one Ding! out of eight. You might, you might get one out of eight home runs, but then you got that guy that I can always count on him to get on first base. I can always count on him. It might be just a, a weak grounder every single time. And he'll never can, hit a home run, but he'll, he'll never always hit get a home base. run. But he always is on base. He always hits the ball. He always has this that contact. And I think that's the difference is you would rather have that guy that just hits the ball than your home run hitter that hits one out of eight. And yes, I, want a, I want a team full of them. Yes, yeah, flashy. The home run's flashy. But it ain't consistent. You can't consistently hit a home run. Just like the guy that drops 40 one night in basketball. A coach would rather have, and then the other nights, he's, you know, he might get two or three, but then he has a good night at 40. A coach would rather have that consistent 12 every single night because they know what they have uh, brought to the table and they can work with that. They're going to predict they it, work, yeah. They can't work with you getting 40 one night and then the next night you 0 for 8, and then the next time you might get three, and then you ain't playing no defense. They'd rather have that guy that's 12 points. I know he's going to get his 12 tonight. That's it. It's just like these young kids, man, in sports. Um, I think that social media has really washed their um, – man, really has messed up reality for them because they see these athletes that make millions of dollars like um, like Odell. You know what I'm saying? Odell made that one, um, that one spectacular catch, man. And these kids, that's what they want now. They want that one catch with, with one hand to be able to get the limelight, not even realizing what he put in before that one catch. Like, he did that consistently over and over and over. And when the time came and the opportunity presented itself, that was normal to him. Oh, yeah. So I would say you're not going to perform over over your consistency level, right? So whatever you consistently do, when the opportunity comes, it's going to show. So if you're not consistently saving money, when you get money, it's going to show. If you're not consistently pouring into your wife and a storm comes, it's going to show. And it's going to be magnified times 10. Uh, I definitely agree with that. You are with – it's no surprise you are what you you uh, consistently do. Like, Man, that's, can't, it. that's a word right there. The yeah. reverend dropped in McNuggets. You can't say I'm, I'm such and such and I'm a saver and I'm a good husband and I'm a – great father if you consistently are showing something else every single day man the fruit. <laughs> yeah you it's can't just fruit. make everybody wants to make up stuff in their head these days and you know uh, man i'm a you know let's just say they was on working out four months ago they still think they they're working out Nah, you ain't been working out for five months and it shows yeah and it shows it shows when you try to go to the gym and, and get in a gym session with a regular strength like, you know, it's going to you're you're only going to perform to the level of your consistency. And I don't know why I went back to that, man, but I think that that just speaks highly and, and volumes and it plays out in everyday life. They said sure there's no is. such I forgot this quote. It said it's like there's no such thing as an overnight success. That's right. It usually it usually takes like 20 years to make an overnight success. They said you got to so, put in so many hours, right? Yeah. So for like Jew. Where he's at 10, right now, hours. where Jew's at right now, is he makes it look easy to the guy watching. Man, really easy. Look, I had yeah. a guy, look, look, let me give you a story. I had a guy one time, I was in the gym, um, and I brought some of the clients to uh, 
to the gym to work out with me. And I had a whole bunch of weight on, I had about uh, maybe 20 plates on the leg press machine and uh, I was wrapping them out and it was, it was Brad Ferguson. Nick. And uh, <laughs> did he really try to do it? Yeah, I turned my head. <laughs> he could have broke his back, dude. <laughs> hey, what if you would have turned around and seen him looking like a frog? I, he was. He was folded up like a taco. <laughs> you know, on you know, on you know, on them gym fails. Yeah, we had to hurry up, run over, and grab it and pull the pull the rope. <laughs> hey, man, he was about to die. He was gonna look like Frogger. Look, if his Crocs wouldn't have slipped, he had, he had on Crocs too. <laughs> if his Crocs wouldn't have slipped off, he would have died in there. He would have at least been paralyzed. I promise you, because that weight was going to smoke him out. <laughs> but that's the, Jude, but that's the crazy thing is people look at you now and they see, like, you just hit 700 times three, and you make it look so easy that they think you they can do it. But yeah. it's like they don't understand how many hours you have put into your craft it's not easy. It's just you make it look easy by the amount of hours that you put into it. Because he consistently, consistent, he can, he can, <laughs> man, how's it? I just, it went in my, it came out my brain clear. How being was consistently like, you, consistent. Man, are you man, consistently right there. consistent? Come on, Reverend. That's, that's it right there. That's, that's the, that's the podcast right there. Man, so, consistently man, so. consistent. When Jew gets on the platform Saturday, that's just a byproduct of all Man, the hours he to the gym. That's it. Preach. And then, and then people want to discredit him and say, like, oh, that was a lucky lift. You can't lucky lift 740 Man, pounds. Come on. That's it. Lucky lift what? Huh, Jew? We, Man, that's a, that's we should make that a shirt. Lucky lift? Question mark. Hey, you know what's so crazy? I'm looking they at always this. try to discredit Jew's lift. So what do they say? Sure do. It takes, it, takes, it takes how much? How 10, many thousand um, hours? Ten thousand hours. All right, let's do the math. I, I train four days a week. Okay. I'm gonna try to get out, get out your calculators while y'all. I doing got you. Right Go now. ahead. Uh, Go ahead. I four got you. Days. I train four days a week. Yeah. Two hours each session. How much is that? That's sixteen. Or no, right. that's eight hours. Eight, eight hours. Okay. <laughs> eight <laughs> hours a week. Hey, don't let me get my dude that went in on you on Facebook the other day. Oh, man, he tried to kill me. <laughs> All right. Go ahead. So we got um, eight hours a week. Um, times 52 weeks a year. 52 weeks a year. That's 416. Times six years. 2,496. 2,496 hours. So you still got... Heck, you still got uh, going the rate that you're going. Man, we're going to have to speed some things up because that's six, twelve. That's eighteen more years. That, that really ain't consistent, really. I mean, that, that's not accurate. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's not accurate. accurate. Because but there's Jill, many times that that I've been in the gym longer than hours. that, or I've went five days yeah. a week. So, but Joe, um, I always. Why do you think people try to discredit? Like when I watch your videos. It's because, do you think it's just because they can't do it? Yeah, that's what it is. It's because they can't do it. They're not willing Favor to put ain't the fair. Work. Yeah, they're, like, not willing to, they're not willing to put I it always the work. See, well, he jumps when he, I don't know. I forgot. The, what, you got crazy comments on your Instagram. Don't worry about it. I'm oh, going in. I'm, it's, this is a word. This is a word uh, ahead of time. Let somebody go on there this weekend and say something about my dude. Jew, yeah, I'm going to be on there. Don't don't even worry about it. Let them talk. Uh, talk gorilla about, time. About Jesus. But listen, though, so. Um, ultimately, man, I think it's just because, you know, they're just negative. They have a negative, uh, thought process about they don't, lo they don't love themselves. 
they don't love themselves. I told a dude that one time. He was just on our dog of me, and I said, and I see, I'm I, I took a different approach. You be a hair bear? No, 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 no. I, I was like, I was like a a, a, a lion. You know, you know when lion, when a subtle lions, lion, you, when lions are whenever they where they're out hunting for their prey, they don't just come and just run out and just you know raw here I am and, and chase <laughs> the, uh, the prey. They creep up on them. You know what I mean? So I just slid in. I slid in his in his DM and I said, "Look, man, <clears throat> this is your problem. This is this is why people will never respect you. Why people will never value your opinion is because." You are just straight negative, man. Like, uh, and you know, just go in the whole spill, and 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 you know, I was just telling them like, um, you'll never get anywhere in life with this with this mindset of just being so negative and hateful towards people. Like, what what would, what would have been wrong with you um, trying to help? I can see if there was something that I could be working on, but instead, you want to try to bring me down, and, and I'm like, but you can't steal my joy. And I was just telling him, like, you're miserable. You'll always be miserable. I wouldn't be in, I was just stating the fact. And he said, he texted me back and said, you know what? You're right. And I'm sorry. And he said, I don't think it's fair that you have a 700-pound bench and I'm I'm stuck at 315. Why are you mad? Why are you mad at me, bro? Favorite ain't fair. No, but uh, you know what I did? I set him up with a program. I set him I up. I know that's success. right. I know that's right. So, and I mean... Ahead, I dude. think it's just hard for people to celebrate accomplishments. Like I seen when you and Eddie Hall put up that video and you had kind of uh, beat them on the incline. The first thing people were saying was, I bet you can't beat uh, whoever that guy is, Larry Wills. <laughs> and it's like, who said oh, anything? Man. My guy, my guy. Handled it was Larry. Like, but it was like, who said, man, anything, I, about, you know. who said anything? Who said anything about that? Why couldn't you just, you know, man, I just inclined for 22 uh, reps after a workout. It's wasn't about Larry. Like it's just the I, haters that bring in everything else. Yeah, Shots but that's what the, the haters for. Like, be people just they they they're so dissatisfied with themselves that it has to leak off on everybody else. Yeah. They have to make sure that they make everybody else's life miserable. They'll make think, up. I think they'll Johnny make Rose up stuff like what do you say? The hate goes on. Dude, they'll make up stuff like if the sky was blue and you didn't eat lunch. And y'all wasn't at the Y, you wouldn't have lifted 400 pounds. Yeah, I know it. <laughs> I know it. I mean, it's just, but it is what it is. Man. I seen comments. I seen comments like that. I'm like, where did it just, get it this just stuff goes at? back? It just goes back to like what we've been saying. Who said? Where's it coming Who's from? Said? You man, know, the like voices. Sifted, that's it. You know what I mean? So like, sift you know, Yeah, that's um, that's a word. Man, don't, to don't the use, don't, you can't use it in that terminology, Rob. To the listeners, what do you mean? Man? Rob said sift <laughs> <laughs> hey, like wheat, my dude. We got yeah, to, like we got wheat. Hey, comments. To the listeners, man, I want to say uh, just block out the comments, man, and you just be consistently consistent. Be great at what you do. Put in the hours. Put in the work. If you ain't getting the raise that you want, put in the time, man. Work on your craft. Be that employee that uh, you know his boss knows is going to be there. His boss knows he can depend on. You can't expect a raise like what you said. You asking the coach to put you in the game and you dropping balls in practice. You ain't yeah. consistent. You ain't consistent in practice and you think you can turn it on in the game and be all pro. And then you're gonna drop the ball in the game winning drive. Yeah, you know I'm mad where you can where you can select the <laughs> select the rookie uh all star. Yeah. Yeah. All, all Madden. Man, people just stuck it. They, they got 
You can't just go in the middle. Of the, yeah, you can in the middle of the game, can't you? I thought I was on the road. Man, you gonna end up airballing? No. Uh, yeah, the game winning shot. You, you, you can't turn it. This ain't Madden. This ain't nah. Madden. You can't turn pro on and off. You know when I told that, you man. I felt it in. You know when I I felt it in my body that I was gonna hit that game winning shot man, just because I felt it. it was right. Yeah, <laughs> that was reality. Sure. But in I my sure. mind, I see What's myself up? hitting it. What about when Rob was real good at uh, like Madden two thousand? And we uh <laughs> we got them at one day and we put all the all of our players on like ninety eight. <laughs> he, <laughs> he was, was so crazy. mad. He, he was, was so like, mad. I just don't get what's wrong. <laughs> <laughs> I did right, used Nikki, to handle y'all. Uh, he was about to cry. <laughs> we, he was really we, about to cry. I think we put his players on like fumble mode and stuff. <laughs> oh no! J- hey, j- just get ready because we we're gonna have all that at the office. All that. Man, we sure are, man. These yeah, kids we, are gonna love it, man. I'm so yeah. excited about about 2020. Just about our tomorrows, man. I just it's exciting. I love getting to do this live with y'all. Before we go, man, Jew. So uh, tell the people what's going on this weekend, man. What are you doing? Yo, we're going to raise the bar, baby. Man, raise that bar. So um, next meet this weekend, Austin, Texas. Uh, we're going, like I said, we're going to raise the bar. We're going to, um, you know, show people what we're made of. And uh, What's that mean? Show them I ain't scared. I ain't, I ain't scared. scared. You, you're going to show them that you've been consistently consistent, man, huh? Being consistently consistent. Man, you about, you are, you're going to bend. Man, you're like the ninth wonder of the world. You're going to Jill, bend all, all uh, what do they say, all odds of, of, of reality. What do they say? It wasn't no fluke. Define, huh? Yeah, it wasn't no fluke. Yeah, define all odds. I'm just saying, if I would have listened to that uh, massage therapist, uh, I wouldn't have the world record right. Man, he, he went from saying. a he Man. went from he went from a doctor to a massage therapist, though, Nick. I, I've been told by both. That's what I'm saying. I've been told by both. If you would have listened to that one person that told you to uh, stick a needle, <laughs> a needle in your arm of testosterone, yeah, I had a guy to tell me I had a, I had an injury in my shoulder. And his intentions was right, but it was totally wrong. He told me to take five cc's of peroxide <laughs> and shoot it directly into the. <laughs> I'm like, where am I even gonna get a? Where am I even gonna get a syringe at? And shoot it right in my arm is what he said. That's wow, why you, gotta, you gotta evaluate the source. <laughs> That's right, you, you got, got symptoms. <laughs> Man, that's exactly right. Hey, people have his, heard listen, crazy things. His heart and his mindset, he believed it. Man. He's like, this is going to get you to the next level. <laughs> this is going to get you there. peroxide. But here's the you crazy thing, Nine hundred pounds. He's been there. He was a world record holder. Man, I don't, I don't know about get, that one. That's what I'm trying to tell you. you hey, man, I think, always, I think... You can't always, you can't always take people's, uh, people's opinions for face value. You got, you can't. Man, You're right, because he was going to be sitting back laughing at you. You man, come out walking, walking, walking out looking like a Hulk for real, he's going to be like, I got that. I got him good. Yeah, man. So it is hey, what so, it is, man. So Jew, so Jew is going to, to Texas this weekend. He is the, uh, for, for you guys out there that do not know, he's the current world record holder for raw bench press with a lift of 739.6 pounds. Uh, man, he broke that a uh, few months back, and he is already going to break his own record. I believe that history will be made today. I hope that some. I, I don't hope something crazy happens, but I sent you that video of when Eddie did his uh, his lift, and uh, man, he had blood running all down him. 
but that was an iconic moment. Like history yeah, was, was made, and I just believe, yeah. man, that that that's what you are going to do, man. I believe that you everybody else is eating. Yeah, man. Yeah, I don't know who's eating. Nick, what are you eating? Uh, you everybody you else is care? eating. I'm so I'm over starving. I'm, I mean, man. I'm, I'm going to eat. Nah, I'll talk to y'all nah. next week. Nah. Hold on, nah, I'm ready to eat now, nah, man. I got to go, man. I got to eat, man. Just one second. Hold on. Y'all don't do that. Because I'll Nick, do it myself. Nick, why does he do this every week? Every I'll week. I'll finish it myself. We've we be been on here for hours. Y'all ain't got to give up. I'm going to be consistently consistent. <laughs> we have yeah, been. Good, good way to use it. Just remember, next time you're having a hard time, we give you uh, we give you some advice that you take it and you be consistent with that advice. Uh, I'm just going to sift that? it. <laughs> so I'm just, I'm just Jill, it. You know what I'm saying? I got my Jill, yeah. ready. When, when we hit him with that, uh, when we hit him with that forgiveness quote, <laughs> yeah, y'all got, y'all got me good. I ain't, ain't trying hey, to hear all that right now. Hey, what about this, Jew? What about what about the Popeye girl punking Nick out though? Oh yeah, Nick got oh. punked out by the Popeye girl. Man, we ain't gonna talk about I, that. I, hey, but before before we go, I would like to. <laughs> <laughs> this news always before we go. Hold on, no, I do. I, I wanna. <laughs> Nick, the Reverend, do you mind to pray for Jew as he goes uh, for supernatural favor? And uh, man, just for just just for everything going on. <laughs> yeah, we're gonna call before you extra. We... <laughs> Roberto before... extra. Hey, listeners, before we go. Seriously, one thing ka, I ka. would like. I would oh, like you be serious up. now? You sure? Uh, come on, man! I'm trying to eat, man. Y'all uh, play, see? I would, I would like to tell the listeners, man, if they ever need prayer, just reach out to Trust the Process on Facebook. Hit us with a message. I'll, I'll share it with these three guys, and we'll pray for it. We won't blast it. We'll just go, you know, go to God in prayer for you. All right, before we finish up, let's go. All right, <laughs> that, was, <laughs> that was a serious moment. About, yeah, I know it, right. man. Go ahead, Reverend. All right. Father, we thank you for tonight's podcast. I thank you for Jew and Rob and just all the listeners. I pray uh, as Jew travels that, you know, he just keeps his mind focused on you this weekend, that he keeps his mind focused on you, and that he always knows that it's you that has him in this position and every platform you give him. He just uh, walks and talks to lift the name of Jesus. I pray that as he breaks the 770 barrier this week that everybody knows it wasn't a it was Julius, but more importantly, it was you that gave him those gifts. It was you that put it in yeah. his heart, and it's you that gives us everything we need. So I thank you for our listeners. I thank you for this podcast, and I pray that, you know, next year, 2020, when we're working on our, uh, you know, 50th episode, and that we just stay consistently consistent. In Jesus' name, amen. <laughs> amen. Amen. That's it. That- that's the Reverend. That's the Rob, Reverend Hollywood. All right, I'll talk Peace. to y'all before Peace. Rob tries See to add on. <laughs> y'all right, have yeah. a good week. One more Peace. thing. Peace. See ya. <laughs>
if history's 